Hi, welcome to another episode of Wendy Says Things. Today I'm going to talk about outgrowing ourselves. This is kind of a trauma recovery slash healing episode, but it is also true just for like all of life because we change as we live life and our experiences and the decisions that we've made and the things that happen to us that we have no control over we adapt and in that adaption and and the changing like maybe we've lost something precious or maybe we found something extraordinary and it changes our whole life and we become something different than we were before and we stay the same also and there's a really we could go really philosophically into what changes and what stays the same because that's a kind of interesting uh, thought but I want to stick to kind of the more practical part of it today so so you've gone through changes and your life changes how you approach it changes um, I do talk about change and transition and, and making changes um, throughout a lot of the podcasts um, because I'm a believer in it and growth and, and intentional living. So I want to visualize and imagine the kind of best life I can be living and then figure out what I can do to do it and not just think about it. Um, and so, but this is kind of internal but even every in, internal goal tends to have an outward um, presence. So a lot of times we work backwards. We set the outward goal, like I want to work out at the gym. Like that's a New Year's resolution. A lot of people do it like off the first three weeks in January and then it falls away. And I, I think it falls away um, because the goal is too great. Not to go to the gym, but like I got to go every day and I'm all enthusiastic about this new goal. So I go every day, but then it's overwhelming and it doesn't really fit into the schedule of the rest of your life realistically. Um, And so the whole thing gets put in the garbage and falls away um, because it was an overreach. So when we make a change in our life, we want to set the goal, like the general goal. And not make that general goal the ultimate goal or the immediate goal. It might be the ultimate goal, but it's not the immediate goal. And so you're going to take that goal, like I want to work out at the gym, you know, at least three times a week. And you're going to have that. You're going to cut it in half or you're going to cut it by a third. So instead of asking yourself to go from not going to the gym at all to going to three times a week, when your schedule is already busy, it's, it, it can be better it, and it might be more long lasting if you get the routine down to hit that gym once a week. With the idea that once you've got that where it works well, you add in another day and you mark out the days. Here's the day I'm gonna start on Mondays and if that works good for me, I'm gonna work it in again on Thursday. Um, wherever you have room for it. And then the next thing is to identify and remove the barriers to it. So like I want to go to the gym, but it takes so much time to get ready 
to go. So like when I started working out at the Y, I, I don't know, but when uh, back when I was trying to figure out how to fit this into my life, I I removed the barriers. Like I had a go bag, like a little gym bag, and it had pretty much everything. And I think I talked about this on this episode. It has everything. It had my rackets. I had the racquetballs. Um, I kept my shoes, my racquetball shoes in there. I kept a fresh pair of socks, deodorant, goggles. Um, and then the night before I was going to go to the gym, I would add in, you know, what I was going to wear. So I put my gym shorts and my top in there and it was all ready. The only thing I had to do was grab like a snack bar for after and my water bottle and go. So you remove the barriers by identifying what they are and then trying to make a game plan to offset them, reduce them, uh, be prepared for them so that then it's not like, oh my God, I want to go to the gym, but every time I go, I'm not ready. So you do it on a day when you're not going to the gym, you figure out what you need to get ready, you have it ready. And this could, that's just like an example of going to the gym is that, you know, a lot of things, like if I want to do writing time, um, for a while I had two computers because I found that if I was um, writing on the computer that was connected to the internet, I get too distracted by like trying to see what was going on elsewhere on the internet. So I had a, a, a second room that had another computer in it that was not connected to the internet and that was my writing area. And I don't have that computer anymore. I gave it to a friend of mine. Um, so I found, so I have to find now another way to, to remove the barrier of distraction and you can lock yourself out of the internet. I just don't do that, but I could, I should write that home make myself a note to maybe have in, uh, internet free time just for writing because that really worked. It really kind of did work good for me to go in to the other room and do that. I also kind of used it to watch movies sometimes. It's nice because there was a couch there. It's comfortable. So you're going to visualize how you want it to be and then you're going to remove the barriers and then you're going to do positive things like set reminders for yourself and then instead of it just being like ah I didn't go I didn't go this week so now I'm not a person to go to the gym you're going to check in with yourself and you're going to be like, you're going to reevaluate and reassess. Like, did it work? Why didn't it work? If it didn't work, why didn't it work? Um, what do you need? So you're going to set a reminder for yourself, maybe not right when you come back from the gym or not right when you were supposed to go, but like Saturday morning when you're having your coffee to just check in with yourself about how you're doing on that goal. Um, did you make it? Did you not make it? Was it good? Did you enjoy it? Did you want to do something different? Like a completely different activity because that one wasn't working for you or wasn't enjoyable? Um, because you know what? You're not going to do things that you don't enjoy. And the, the idea of change and growth is to do, to make your life more enjoyable as you can. And to every night when you go to bed to feel satisfied that like I did the best that I could with what I have, with what's on my plate before me. Um, so the other thing is that as you change, the people around you are going to also have to adapt. They don't have to change in the same way that you are, but 
you might need them or they might find them interacting with you differently because how of how you're taking up space in your own life. And they might be used to you taking up space one way and being available when now you're going to the gym and you're like, man, I got to go to the gym. And they're not going to necessarily support that change because it's making them uncomfortable. And so they might like say they support it, but like the actual implementation of it can cause waves that are unexpected even from the people. So then there's good communication with the people in your lives because now you're going to make these changes. Um, it is important when those conversations come up that we pay close attention to our language, to how we're perceiving ourselves. Um, it can be a trap to talk and think about ourselves in ways that we have in the past that really are no longer applicable, but we haven't adapted our perception and language to reflect those changes. So um, making that kind of change and presenting yourself forward is like, you know, I'm just a person who's dedicated now to prioritizing my health. Um, I have a friend who started working out and, and when he talks about it, he's like, this is what I'm doing. I feel good. I'm getting stronger and he's really happy that he's making these changes. And I support that. I, I am inspired by it. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I should really pay attention to how I'm doing because I don't have a regular workout routine set up and it's not easy for me and I haven't done this process on my own thing. So for that, I just kind of wing it. And that means like one day I'll get up and I'll do push-ups and one day I'll get up and go for a walk and one day, I'll, you know, in the afternoon I'll do sit-ups and the evening I'll dance. And I'm pretty active. I don't tend to do well if I'm not. So I don't always have a regular routine for that. Um, perhaps I'm getting what I need. Um, when you're sharing about who you used to be, especially if you have like negative things that you've done in the past or that you've been, <clears throat> or how you've been, like let's say for me, I you know sometimes I'm selfish. I, I can be uh, self-absorbed. I... I strive to not be those things. But when I talk about myself, you know, someone will be like, oh, you know, you're so patient. And I'm like, I don't feel patient. <laughs> and I'm automatically like all these times I was not patient or that I didn't feel patient come up. But, but the truth is I am a patient person. I'm a pretty patient person. And it's okay to say that. I feel really uncomfortable even talking about that. It's okay to say that you've grown and, and, and if it's hard to say I'm patient categorically, then you can say, you know, I'm, I know that I'm more patient than I used to be and I still have a ways to go. That might be the most honest way that I can explain or describe my own quality of patience. indicates the growth and the change there you know and I know that I, I can sometimes get caught up with myself or my projects that I am and I'm learning to balance that by showing the people who I care about in my life that I care about them and I'm, I'm better at it than I used to be
and I know, I know I still have a ways to go. And these are the kind of affirm affirmations. It's kind of affirming that growth has happened and it's been intentional and it's avo uh, avoiding, um, you know, like it being a braggy thing or a, you know, it's not bad to your own. If you're good at something, it's not bad to be like, you're, you know, I'm good at it um, or I have this quality. And I do tend to land sometimes on the arrogance side of things. And I try, I do try really hard to be humble and be like, but man, I screw up a lot, you know. So even if I'm good at this, that doesn't mean like that's the only thing that I am in my life. I have a whole thing. So when we're sharing about ourselves, about things in the past, about the ways that we used to be, there will always be somebody in life who is going to try to use that against you. And there will be people who won't let you forget. They'll be like, you used to be like this. But remember that time that you did this. And it can be really hard to stay centered and to remember that that you're being growth oriented and you're making changes in your life, and that I didn't turn off the air conditioner. <laughs> this has been that kind of day. This is like nine at night. I normally do this like twelve hours earlier. I had it really. I struggled a lot today. I struggled a lot today. Today was a tough day, and I cried a lot, and like. A, just kind of got to the point today where I think I think I can talk probably and I won't start weeping so that's about where I'm at so if the air is on and makes a little buzz in the back it's just that that's how it's going to be um but you're not who you used to be and so when you change and somebody that you might have talked about like something that was in the past but the way that you talked about it made it seem like it was like currently that way and then that has ramifications of it, of uh, that can have ramifications. So it's important to be mindful, to think about how you're talking about yourself and you, and who you used to be and your relationship to who you used to be, because there's a relationship. One of our mo our most intimate relationship is with ourselves, and <clears throat> we try when we're really in. In, if we've really dedicated ourselves to living intentionally, we try to sit down or have a moment where we really check in. I check in with myself. You check in with yourself. And to see how we're, how, you know, hey, what's the feeling? What's the feeling today? And to evaluate that like where is it coming from what needs to happen is there self-care is there a, a practical goal is there um, something that needs attention something that's slipping something that you're missing and then to try to understand how how you can get that, how you can provide what you need for yourself in your life. And yeah. 
So I guess it's not as long as some of them. Um, so we outgrow ourselves and then, you know, we intentionally make changes that we want to. We remove the barriers. We visualize how it can be. We set reminders. We check in every week for a while to see how it's going. We adapt the goals as necessary. Like, like when I did racquetball, I started out going once a week and it was just two or three weeks later. I was going twice a week and then three times a week. I think I ended up uh, going about four or five times a week for a while for just like an hour. And then when I moved to Wisconsin and I got um, my membership at the gym there, my work hour changed uh, from uh, 40 hours over five days to 40 hours over four days. And that changed my gym schedule. So then I did like two two-hour sessions at the gym uh, on the weekend because I didn't have, with the 10-hour work days, I didn't have um, time or the energy to go play racquetball before I hit the gym. So as things around you change, you reassess, reevaluate, adapt your goals, um, and pay attention to your language and make sure um, that as best you can, you're presenting yourself as honestly as you can and that you're being kind to yourself by allowing this growth, um, the successes that you've had, the failures. It's fine to talk about, like, you know, I try to be a, a patient person, but, you know, if I really struggle with this, that, and the other. I have friends of mine who are very good about articulating, you know, the struggles that they have with different things. And um, so, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about outgrowing our old selves. Um, try not to let uh, it get you down. If, if someone holds your past against you, there's not a lot you can do about that. Um, that's a choice that they make. So as best you can, don't be the one who holds your past against you. Because you really need to have you in your own corner. <laughs>